importance of coming into your house. Let us not forget the importance of your presence, God. Let us not forget the awareness of you. Help us, Father God, to be more aware of you in everything that we do, God. And God, we come into this house just to worship you, Father God. And God, we know that your presence can go over the streams, over the, uh, the live stream, God. God, do and have your way among us this morning, God, this afternoon. Have your way in the houses as they watch, Father God. Lord, we come just to worship you, not asking for anything except just to see your face. Just to see your face, God. We invite you in this place. Have your way, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. who are thirsty and all who are we come to the fountain dip your heart in the streams of life let the pain and the sorrow be washed away in the waves of his mercy his deep cries out to deep we say come Lord Jesus come
waves of glory, waves of glory, we receive your glory, receive your glory, we receive your glory, receive your glory, yeah, we receive your glory, receive your glory, we receive your glory, receive your glory, yeah, receive your glory, receive your glory. Like a cloud upon. 
of the Lord is real right now. Real right now. And so, Father, as I'm scrolling through these comments, Father, we lift up Adrian and Jimmy Gary and Leslie and Alex. We lift up those that are uh, are, um, here, these requests that are here. Lord, we thank you, Father, that you're meeting each of these needs today. Father, in an instant, your glory can change everything. So, Father, we release your glory right now into every situation into every situation right now your manifest glory may it show up on behalf of each person that's represented right here and father even those needs that people call unspoken god you know lift those up as well and we thank you god your glory 
is manifesting and solving problems, bringing relationships together, God, healing old wounds and scars from the past. We thank you for it today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just worship you today. We worship you today. We thank you, Lord, for your presence today. We thank you for your presence here, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. From disruption to spirit interruption, Father, we thank you that these demonic disruptions that keep on taking place, we take authority even over hurricanes and tornadoes and weather systems that the enemy would try to deploy from the gates of hell. Father, we stand against it by the authority you've given us. And we say, no, you won't. We stand against it. Even as the weather forecasters are beginning to say, hurricane season is ramping up. Father, we, we remove those words out of the atmosphere right now in Jesus' name. You will not speak death over cities or this country. We say the wind of God will blow. The wind of God will blow. There will be no destruction. No destruction. No destruction. No destruction. The enemy is destructive, but the Lord is always good. You will not disrupt or destruct any longer. Devil, we serve notice on you. You are under our feet and you have no power in this region, in this community. And Father, even right now, I just pray, I pray that every drug house, every drug house that is within the, net, the 50 mile radius of this church is emptied right now in Jesus' name. That every single person that is drawn to these houses to get whatever they get, God, I thank you that that craving is gone in Jesus' name and that they begin to crave you and your presence. Drive out the drugs. Drive out weed. Drive out meth. Drive out cocaine. Drive out LSD. Drive out. Drive it out. Drive it out in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. Addictive habits and behaviors has to bow at the name of Jesus. Alcoholism has to bow at the foot of the cross. Sickness, disease bows at the foot of the cross. It can no longer affect God's people. No more. No more. We release healing and strength today. Healing and strength. We go forward. Move forward. In Jesus' name, rise up and walk. Take a step of faith and walk. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Pack your bags. I hear the Lord say, pack your bags. Pack your bags and get ready. 
for a move. Pack your bags, get ready for a move. The Lord says, I'm moving, and I'm moving, and I'm moving, and I'm creating up, setting up places for you to go, says the Lord. So keep a bag handy and get ready to go, for I'm releasing my people in this hour to, to go to and fro, to bring a message of hope and deliverance and salvation to people. You can no longer stay stuck in yesterday. You got to get your bag and you got to take a step of faith and move forward. The Lord says, I'm going to give you even messages and I'm going to give you songs and I'm going to give you different things in order to be relevant to the person that you're going to meet, says the Lord. For everybody's different and everybody needs something different from you. And the Lord says, don't be worried about it for I'm going to give you exactly what you need when you need it. For I'm going to give you the instruments and I'm going to give you the tools and I'm going to give you the resources and I'm going to give you everything that you need. But all you got to do is step out. Step out. Step out by faith. Step out by faith. No, you're gonna, it's going to feel uncomfortable. But step out. I'm going to meet you. 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 Preparation is key in this hour, in this season. Preparation is key. Preparation. There's a lot going on in, this, in the heavenlies. There's a lot going on, and uh, we don't know everything that's going on, but there's a lot. And just always be in a state of prayer in this season. Worship in prayer. And God will give you a, 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 a knowing in your spirit on what to do and when to do it and how to do it. But stay, you see, that secret place is the place of preparation. It's the place of preparation. It's the place where you get your, your assignments from heaven. And sometimes the Lord likes to give you a uh, new assignment. He's not always going to give you the same thing. Because you, if, you, if he gives you the same thing over and over again, he knows you're going to become irrelevant. And so God's going to give you fresh insight and fresh assignments for this new season. And sometimes it's not, it's not going to be you're not going to understand it all. So he's going to make you, force you to, 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 to research and to dig deep. And the Lord, I hear the Lord saying to go back to even the past experiences, major uh, landmarks of Christendom where the glory came and revival came and just sit there and just watch and receive. Don't pick it apart. Don't be critical. But sit there and just watch and receive. Because he's, it's going to, this coming move, this new wave that's coming, this new breed that's being released in the earth today is different. But we're going to have to, we're going to have to, to um, accelerate ourselves a little bit. Because, you see, in the last six, eight years, there's been a, 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 a dip in presence for most churches. But we're coming out of this dip and we're moving on up. We're moving up. We're moving up because see the we can't continue to do we can't we can't continue going the same direction we've always gone. So there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a we're beginning to go up. But the enemy wants to bring us down, but we gotta be careful. We gotta we gotta know. We gotta know. We gotta know when the enemy is trying to distract us. We gotta know. We gotta continue moving. When the, when you start feeling the heat of the enemy. Just press that accelerator a little more. Give it a little bit more gas. Give it a little bit more gas. 
Don't slow down. That's a word for somebody. Don't slow down. This is not the time to slow down. No. Go and do. Go and be. For I'm calling you. I'm calling you. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Peggy, come on up. I'm going to have Pastor Peggy share a little bit this morning. I hope, I don't know what she's going to share on, but I'm going to think it's about the glory. And um, and so I want her to come and share this. I've heard her teach on glory before, and it just was amazing. And so take your liberty, Pastor Peggy. And then at the end, guys, we're going to come forward together, and we're going to pray over these prayer requests once again, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor, for opportunity to share. And I just want to share with you guys something that the Lord put on my heart this morning. And it was just so strong, and I really felt like that he said, can you do it over here, Jay? That he said to share it. And so I appreciate a pastor who gives us freedom to do things like that. And um, um, I want to start by reading uh, Romans 8, 28 and 29. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he, capital H, he, meaning Jesus, he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So what we see in this verse is that God's plan for his people is for us to be just like Jesus. Amen? And for the most part, myself included, we have a long way to go, wouldn't you say? (laughs) And so what the Lord spoke to my heart this morning is that we are, you know, we've been talking, it's called Glory Nights, our time here. And we're talking about the glory. We're, we're praying forth God's glory. We believe that God's glory is coming to the earth. And we talk about carrying the glory. And that is, you know, our goal right now. And um, so what he spoke to me is he said, what is the glory? And in the most generic sense, the glory is God. Wouldn't you agree? The glory is the presence of God. The glory is the character of God. And so then he reminded me, okay, so if the glory is God, then the glory, God is composed of his character his characteristics right what makes God God is the characteristics of God that he embodies correct okay well the qualities of God are the fruit of the spirit that we read about in Galatians 5 22 and 23 now of course he has other qualities sure But according to the Apostle Paul, as he's writing to us to try to make us more, you know, Christ-like, he tells us about the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit 
are the qualities of God. And what are the fruit of the Spirit? According to Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, I forgot gentleness, and self-control. Okay? These are qualities that we can manifest and demonstrate in our personalities. And there's because they are the qualities of God, these qualities contain supernatural power. And if we would ever truly, truly grasp this, I believe with all my heart, it's the key to carrying the glory in these last days. And it's the key to becoming the, the, the brethren that Romans 28, 29 says, that Jesus was the firstborn among any brethren, many just like him. The key to all of this is found within God's qualities, the fruit of the Spirit, because God's qualities make up God, and God is the glory. This is what we're wanting right now. And to bring it down, this is how we are to walk in it. Now, I've always seen it, and y'all have heard me taught this, teach this a lot of times, okay? I always see it like this is us, and we carry a Holy Spirit bubble around us, okay? When we're born again, the Holy Spirit is there, and I like to call it the bubble. And the bubble, ideally, our bubble of our, our surrounding, ideally consists of the fruit of the Spirit. Now, if we don't believe we have a bubble, we have to realize that that is what the people came in contact with in the book of Acts when it talks about Peter's shadow would heal people. It wasn't the actual shadow on the ground. It was the fact that Peter carried this giant bubble, just for lack of a better word, okay? Bubble's not in the Bible, trust me. But for lack of a better way of describing it, Jesus carried this giant bubble of God's presence. And so when people came in contact with what he carried, they were healed. That is what God is wanting us to be today at this time of the glory. He's wanting us to carry that tangible spiritual substance of his glory in that kind of a way like Peter did. And we can do that. I heard a minister talking about Lester Summerall, and they said that Lester Summerall carried such a tangible surrounding bubble of the presence of God that when he entered into sit, into cities, that it says that like like bars shut down and, 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 and you know, it's like the demons knew it and the demons fled. The crime would be reduced and murders and stuff would go down when Lester Summerall was in town. Because he basically shut down the demonic activity in that city with his presence. Church, that's what God's wanting us to do and to be and to carry in this day and age. That's what it's going to take to overcome all of this. Now, I said all that to say this. What, what I believe the Lord wants us to know is that the devil is going to be working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 
to pop our bubble, for lack of a better way of putting it, okay? Because the devil can foresee some of what God's doing, and he knows that God's about to surround his people and make us carriers of the glory, he wants to do everything he can to diminish this, what we carry, to diminish the glory. So here's what we have to, we have to be smarter than the devil. We have to be five steps ahead of, ahead of him at all times in this day and age. We have to be wise as a serpent, but as a serpent, but as formless as a dove. We have to be wise as the serpent. We have to be as smart as the devil and know his tactics and know how he works so that we can come against it before he even comes in. So what I want you guys to know, myself included, is that the devil is going to do absolutely everything he can right now to keep you from carrying the fruit of the Spirit in your words, your actions, and your reactions. And so he's going to do all that he can to make us irritated and aggravated, to make us angry, mad, to make us offended or hurt, to make us lose our patience or to lose our temper. So if you can see it ahead of time, okay, devil, I see it. And realize, the devil knows us. He studies us. There are, there are demonic spirits assigned to our bloodlines, and they study us. They study our family. They know how to push our buttons. And if there are certain people or circumstances that get you to react in one of these ways every time, he's going to keep throwing that at you until you figure it out. It's like the movie Groundhog Day. If you've ever watched that, he went through the same thing, the same aggravations every day, every day, and he reacted to them the same way, the same way, the same way, until finally... He did it so many times that finally he thought, in a sense, and I'm paraphrasing, wait, I'm going to do the opposite of what I usually do. And he began to react in the opposite way of how he did, and then all of a sudden everything worked out and he could go on with his life and stop having to relive that day, okay? That's the season we're in, church. We've got to be smart enough to see the devil recognize what he's doing and then we've got to do the opposite of what we used to do because the way I like to see it is that if this was a balloon okay the devil wants to to come at you to do what he can to get in here and our reactions and our reactions will either open the door or keep it shut if we choose, okay, somebody cut you off in traffic, let's just say, okay? If, <laughs> uh -oh. if somebody cut you off in traffic, if we choose then with our soul to say, no, blackity, black, 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 where'd you get your license? Okay, that kind of thing, you know, for lack of a, then guess what has happened? We have opened the door now to the enemy to come into our bubble. This is how he works. We don't want to do that. We don't want to open the door. And it's completely dependent on our soul man, our mind, our will, our emotions. Are we going to act and react 
in harmony with the fruit of the Spirit, God's trait, or are we going to act and react how the devil wants us to act and react with the actions and the reactions of our flesh nature, our sin nature? So my main thing today is for us just to be aware of it, be watching for it. Okay? Yeah, I I, I, I recognize you, devil. You're, you're trying. You're trying to get at me through that person, through that circumstance, through those bills, through that person on the phone, whatever. I recognize you, and I'm not falling for it. I'm not going to take the hook this time. Okay? We've got to keep our bubble strong. We've got to, if we want to carry the glory, there cannot be sin in our atmosphere coming out of our lives. Everything that we say, and even our, our tone of voice, and this is something that I'm really having to try to work with with my kids and my family, we don't realize sometimes how rude and how mean our tone of, tone of voice is. You know, we can tell the, you know, a kid, you know, sit down, or we can say, sit down, okay? Well, one is just an instruction, and one has totally shut that person's spirit down. And it all came through the tone of our voice. So that's another thing we need to be watching for. We're called to be gentle. That's, that's the, the trait I forgot, gentleness. Jesus was gentle. What if Jesus had reacted to every goofball he came in contact with when he was on the earth? Don't you know those people were just as sinful and just as irritating and just as, you know, crazy as people are now. But you know what? Jesus just walked through the crowd, and he carried the bubble, and he stayed in peace, and he stayed gentle. Even when demons were manifesting, he didn't get all, you know, Jesus never rose his voice except for that one time with the money changers in the temple. But that's a whole different teaching, okay? So we won't count that. That was for a purpose. That was holy anger, okay? But for the most part, there were demons manifesting and all this kind of stuff, and Jesus just carried God's peace. And that's why he was able to speak to the storm. Because, you know, we've taught that. Uh, Jake, you taught that, didn't you? But the, the storm didn't get in Jesus. He put the peace out, okay? So because the deal is, guys, if we continue to act and react with these type of qualities, we are no different from the world. And I believe the Lord spoke to my heart that this is when we are half and half with, you know, sinful qualities in our actions and our reactions, that that is what Jesus talked about in Revelation 3 when he was rebuking the church of Laodicea. And he said, because you are lukewarm, you remember what he said? I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. Holy cow, what does that say? That it made him sick. He wanted to spit them out because they were lukewarm. I believe the more we allow the enemy to get us to act and react in sinful ways, the more lukewarm we are. And Jesus said he wants to spit them out of his mouth. I don't want Jesus to say to me, I wanted to spit you out of my mouth, Peg. You were lukewarm, okay? I want to be on fire for God. I want to carry his presence in a powerful way. 
I believe this also pollutes and dilutes our power. The more sin, the more of the black we have in our atmosphere, okay, the more our power that we're all saying, we want to carry the power, we want to lay hands on the sick and see them recovered. You're not going to lay hands on the sick and see them recovered if you're walking in the flesh most of the day. You're just not. Because, and it's not that God doesn't love you and he's not going to give you the power to heal the sick. It's because of the spiritual principle that we have messed ourselves up. The more sin we allow, the more it dilutes and pollutes our power. So if we're going to walk in the power, this has got to be pure. Our bubble of the atmosphere of our lives has to be pure fruit of the Spirit, pure love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Not only that, but when we're all sinful and fleshly and, and irritated, aggravated, angry, mad, offended, hurt, lose our patience and lose our temper, listen, and then we turn around and say, oh, praise the Lord. I'm a servant of the Most High God. Okay? We tarnish the name of Jesus by our actions. I can't go home and yell at my kids and then stand up here and raise my hands like I'm a holy roller, and they're going to be like, you know, I've got to to walk it 24 hours a day. All right? We're tarnishing the name of Jesus. I used to go to a church, and I can say this because nobody in here knows this guy. I used to go to a church with this man, and we would have staff meetings once a week. And he was on staff, and he was very, very wealthy, and I think that's part of the reason he felt like this was a good thing. But he, in the course of the staff meetings when we would meet, it never failed every week. He would brag about how he told some clerk off at the grocery store. Yeah, she, she let somebody go in front of me, and I told her, hey, how's that being right? Or just some crazy story. Or how he got on the phone with, yeah, and they kept me on hold. And I told him what it was about. I said, I can't believe you left me for 20 minutes on hold. Okay, every week he had a story about how he had been mean to somebody. And I'm thinking, you're on staff at this church. Why are you bragging about that? You should be ashamed of yourself. You should have repented for that and put it under the blood. And it never ceased to amaze me how proud he was that he had told somebody off. Jesus did that? Jesus had the opportunity to tell everybody off, okay? He didn't tell anybody off, except for, you know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, but that was, that's a different subject too, okay? But anyway, you see what I'm saying? And so when I think of that gentleman, I bless him in the name of Jesus and I love him in Christ, but I think of him as being, would I, would I go to him for spiritual wisdom? Would I go to him to pray for me? No. He's proven to me what he is. He's lukewarm. He's, he would sit at church and be, you know, Mr. Goody Two-Shoes, and then evidently he went out in the world and acted like a total behind. That's not what Jesus wants. That's what we have to see. It's about being Christ-like. We are called to be disciples of Christ, right? 
get this, guys. It takes discipline. A disciple is disciplined, which goes to this. Only we can do this to ourselves. Only we can catch ourselves when our tone of voice is gruff. Only we can catch ourselves when we, we get aggravated, you know, waiting in line at the store. And, I mean, I've done this. I've been, like, stamping my foot. like You know, there's two cashiers at Walmart, and there's 500 people, you know. And, you know, you kind of show your, why are y'all doing this? You need better management, okay? Wrong, wrong, wrong. Only me can catch that, like, oh, my gosh, Peggy, that was not Christ-like at all. I'm called to be patient, and if I'm waiting in line, there's a reason I'm waiting in line, and I need to just go with it, okay? Only us as individuals, you know, the, the church leaders can give, give instruction, but only each of us as individuals can take that instruction and actually apply it to our lives. And I think that's what we're called to right now. If we're going to walk in the glory, if we're going to carry the glory, if we're going to see the glory manifesting in our lives, then it is time for us to be disciplined, to become a disciple of Jesus like we're called to be, which means WWJD. What would Jesus do? We need to get those bracelets back from the 70s, okay? You know? What would Jesus do? Do that. That's what we're doing. Now, to end this, let me tell you what brought this on this morning. I was on the phone talking to a dear, dear friend who I love with all my heart, okay? And she and I have been discussing a relative of hers that doesn't know the Lord. And I've been teasing her going, why have you led her to the Lord yet? And she would just go, well, you know, it's just not the right time. And, And I'd always tease her about it. Well, you need to do that. Come on. What are you waiting for? It's just not the right time. It's just not the right time. So we've been talking about this relative of my friends that my friend knew. I'm going to have to really, I'm going to lead her to the Lord at some point in time. So this morning, my friend had got a new computer the other day. This morning, she got on the phone with the computer company. Now, if you've ever been on the phone with something like that or the cable company or, you know, oh, my Lord. And she said when she started asking her questions about the new computer, she genuinely didn't know, you know, all these things about it. She said the lady was so rude. And she said, I was like, Lord? And she said, ma'am, I'm just asking you the questions because I don't understand this. Can you tell me why this? And she said, she said then the lady would just sit there and not say nothing for the longest period of time. And my friend was like, Ma'am, are you still there? Yes, I'm waiting to see if you got it. Stuff like that, okay? And this is the representative for this company. So anyway, so my friend was thinking, okay, because she and I talk about this kind of thing. She and I talk about our bubble of peace and how we want to carry the bubble. We want to walk in the bubble. We don't want to pop our bubble. We talk about it all the time. And she said, I knew the devil was just working through that lady. And she said, it took everything in me not to say, ma'am, blah, 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 blah. you know, let me talk to your, you are so rude, let me talk to your supervisor, da, 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 that kind of thing. And she said, but you know what, I didn't do it. I thought, you know what, evidently this lady's got some problems, she's got some issues, I'm just going to roll with it. So she got off the phone with the lady. 
she didn't get in the flesh. Five minutes later, her relative calls. So she's talking to her relative, da da da, just you know, chit chatting this, 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 and she said something about Jesus. And the relative says to her, I think I'm ready to ask Jesus into my heart. And so she led her as to what to say, and she asked Jesus into her heart. Now, the conclusion we came to was that the devil foreknew. The devil, now he doesn't know everything, but let's say the devil knows some stuff in the spirit realm. The devil was trying everything he could to get her to react in the flesh, to get her in sin, to get her mad, maybe even to make her cuss, okay? She was so mad, and she believes with all her heart if she would have got into flesh, that this young lady would not have called her five minutes later and the conversation go to, I'm ready to ask Jesus into her heart. And so the word today is this. We have to be ready in season and out of season. And that means we study these traits. And if it is not of these traits, don't go anywhere near them. Don't play that game. It's I'm tired of playing games with the devil. Okay? I am tired of, think about it. When you open that door to the devil, what does he do? He still kills and destroys. So the minute you open that door, he's going to still kill and destroy something. That's all he does. But if you can keep that door shut and you can keep that barrier up and you can say, oh, no, I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. Okay? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control is the way to stay ready to be used by the Lord and carry the glory in this fun new season that we are in. Amen? Yep. Okay. Okay. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I know everyone here wants to carry the glory, Lord. We want to be used by you. We want to be a vessel of your power and your presence, dear God. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask now that you just give us a fresh anointing of being able to recognize the work of the enemy when we see it. Quicken our hearts. Let us see. Oh, that's just the devil. I'm not going there. And, and Lord, also give us a fresh anointing of strength, mental and emotional and spiritual strength to be able to keep those doors shut, to be able to say no to the enemy when we do recognize it's the enemy, Lord. Give us an anointing of supernatural power to walk in the fruit of the Spirit, Lord, from this day forward, dear God. Lord, we just, we just receive our glory bubble, dear God. Lord, help us, help us to be absolutely aware of it as we go through the day, that we are sincerely walking in this spiritual bubble of, of real, tangible power 
and help us to do everything we do, our, our words, our thoughts, our actions, our reactions, our tone of voice, even the, the expressions on our face, dear God. Help us to stay in harmony with the kingdom of God, with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Lord, help us not to grieve the Spirit, Lord, with our actions and our words, Lord. But empower us in a new and fresh way to be glory carriers for your kingdom and to be able to bring the lost into the kingdom for your glory, Jesus. We want to give you your full reward. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you, Pastor Peggy. Um, so, wow, you guys, you guys got two wonderful messages from Glory Night so far. Mine on Tuesday and now Pastor Peggy's this morning. Wow. Good stuff. What did we talked about Tuesday, we talked about dying to our flesh. We can't move into the glory if we're still dealing with our flesh. What did Peggy have to say today? Stay in your bubble. And what? Don't, don't be irritated, aggravated, angry. In other words, don't get into the flesh. So I'm thankful that the Lord is speaking to us loud and clear. Stay focused. Amen. We're going to pray for these requests again. Yes. So I looked up glory. And I've looked it up before. Even Peggy has shared what glory I looked it up, and as a noun, it's a high renown. It's honor won by notable achievements. The second one is magnificence or great beauty. And as a verb, take great pride or pleasure in them. And I thought, these these days we have come and we have honored the Lord because of all that he's done for us we praised him because he's beautiful he's magnificent and we take pleasure in him because he is Lord he's Lord of all he's Savior if you're listening, or you come back and you watch this, we've got tonight, tomorrow noon, tomorrow night, and I think we have Saturday. Please come. There's people here who have skipped their lunches and came and spent their lunch break with us. And it's been so worth it. The presence of God is so, so Thick. I actually could smell the sweetness today. You don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out. So, you know, TGP family, if you're listening, please join us tonight. We all have things that we need prayer for. We all have families to take care of. 
we work, we have homes to take care of. He's only asking for an hour. I'm not going to beg. I'm just going to say you're welcome. We love you. Amen. And Michelle, we got your prayer request on the altar for your husband. And so, okay. All right, well, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to gather together today. We thank you, Lord, that you're teaching us how to flow in your glory, how not to pop the bubble. And so, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for that. Give, keep giving us that discernment. Give us that clarity, God. Give us that conviction when we do fall trap so we can get out of that trap. Lord, we thank you for it, Father. And tonight, God, we just pray over our service tonight and in the morning and in tomorrow afternoon and all day Saturday. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that your glory is going to continue to increase in this place. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for watching. God bless.